Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How much time? We're on. Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello. Welcome to it, a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews in the studio. TLT. Yep. Team List Wednesday uh, <laughs> on the wireless tonight. Is it weird or what? T-L-T. Is it is it Monday or Wednesday, Scott Sattler? How are you? It feels like Monday, doesn't it? Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm great. After an, an outstanding Anzac day, just from the moment you wake up all the way through to finishing the day with Three amazing games, and I mean three because the AFL, the Essendon Bombers up against uh, Collingwood at the MCG in front of 95,000 was just so special to watch the start of that. And then to to then go into the, the two NRL games, and I've got to say, just high-quality games. Uh, well done to the Roosters, great finish. Well done to the Melbourne Storm, amazing. But I've got to say, the two teams that were defeated as well, Dragons fans, you must be really proud of your side, and also uh, Warriors fans, you know, they are... They're, they're an exceptional side, exceptionally coached, yep. this Warriors side. Here, here, Sats. Amazing games of football and sport in our in our wonderful nation yesterday on the TV. Did you have a highlight? 0457 736 736 is our uh, text line or 1300 01170. I tried to sneak into the Runaway Bay Leagues Club mm-hmm. uh, for a bit of two-up. You say they weren't having any two-up action. Really? I was going to try and get a game going, but I just didn't have the time. And it That's was, un-Australian. I know, but why is it always up to me to organise? You know, I would have been happy to. Because I wanted Aria, who marched yesterday. You know, Aria, the evil twin. Yeah. She's in the Air Force cadets. Mm. I feel sorry for any other nation that she may be going at war with uh, when she when she's able to fly a plane. <laughs> um, God, I hope that doesn't happen. But anyway, she. Um, I wanted to show her two up, you know, so okay, she, yeah. she'd march. Them, but, but it wasn't going on. So... Mm. There's plenty of two-up going around. I've seen all the footage today. It looked amazing. I just love – I love Anzac Day. Anzac Day to me is Australia Day. Yeah, it's special, isn't it? It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to see thousands of people remembering those who have fought for our nation and have given us the freedoms that we now have because of that. And it's just – it's a beautiful day. It is. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SCN 1170 in Sydney, SCNQ 693 AM in Brizzy, 1620 on the Goldie, of course, SCN Track Stations, SCN Fanatic, uh, Fanatic, I should say, and those listening through the SCN app. Don't forget, too, you can grab a podcast of the show, and it's a ripper. If if you're listening to the podcast now, it's a good show. It's one of our best. (laughs) No, don't laugh. It's one of the greatest. Uh, you can get your uh, podcast. Just look for Sports Day New South Wales uh, at either uh, iTunes or I use Spotify personally, and I think that works okay for me wherever you get them from. On tonight's show, Titans halfback Kieran Foran, he returns to Brookie and also to Sports Day. We'll have a chat to him 
Real stern. Good guy, Kieran Foran. He is a good bloke, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, good guy. Really good guy. Simon Orchard uh, and you will give us an update on the Greyhound we follow. Had a win last week. Fat, no, not Fat Pizza, has oh, it? from one of his tips. He gave us a win. He had a couple of tips tonight as well. Yeah, at Wendy Park. Yep. Um, our shout, thanks to Better Beer. Who deserves a shout on us? Darcy Moore. Now, ah, a lot of yes. rugby league fans might know who Darcy Moore is. He's, he's the captain of Collingwood. They had a, a good win against the Essendon Bombers last week, uh, last night, yesterday, I should say. Third versus fourth in front of 95, like we said, 1,000 people. He's actually the son of a former player who won two Brownlows. So it comes from great With DNA. Collingwood, yeah. Yeah, and um, the captain was amazing last night with his post-game speech after, after the victory against the Bombers. To the families of those serving and those veterans, too often your stories go untold. And on behalf of the Collingwood Footy Club, just want to acknowledge the pain of war that runs through so many families across this country. So it's a real honour for us to run out here and play our game in honour of you and your service. So to the families of those who have served, thank you so much for your service. Yeah, nice. Great. Really good touch. Very mature. Um, great awareness of the situation as well. And a great game along with it. So if you know, for, for the shout, I'm... Um, I'm shouting a better beer than Darcy Moore. I, I probably can't afford it, but I'd like to shout out every fan that went to every sporting contest mm. yesterday. MCG, 95,000. Cam Smith ran into him today, and he said he was at that game, and you could hear a pin drop yeah. in a minute's silence. He mm. said it's the most amazing feeling. And then you looked at across the road last night in Melbourne. They had 30,000. Yeah, and then you looked at the Allianz yesterday. Oh, Allianz was pumping. 40,000 people. Yeah, it's pumping. Hey, can I just – and we're going to touch on those two games last night. Can I throw something at you and the listeners? 0457 736 736. New Zealand played a really crucial role in the Allied forces. Um, we've got a great relationship with New Zealand. That Melbourne game is a really special game. They do it really well. They turn out all the lights and all the images are cast along the – the sales of Amy Park, it's, it's a really haunting image yep. when you're there live as well. Uh, probably not so much uh, compared to the MCG, but still within itself, it's, it's an amazing night. Should the New Zealand Warriors get to host that game every second year? Because kickoff last night in New Zealand was 9 o'clock. You've got mm. a team that's travelling really well, pretty late for a, for a Tuesday night um, for the Kiwi fans to watch it in New Zealand. I just think every second year maybe it should go to New Zealand. I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I can't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. I can't see why you wouldn't. That's a good suggestion. 0457 736 736. What do you think in regards to Satis Thoughts? Uh, that's ridiculous is back tonight. Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm going to throw one out. And I was a little bit – I thought the games – I watched both those rugby league games yesterday like you did and a lot of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I thought the football – was amazing from both teams. And again, I thought the Dragons were great. The Warriors were brave. Uh, the Storm were fantastic. And the Roosters, they did what they had to do to win that game just. And I thought Kiri was amazing. And my favourite player from – there was two. There was uh, Asafa Salamona for, for Melbourne yep. and also Nick Meany. I thought he had an outstanding game yesterday. Kiri's kicking game was excellent. But I thought the refereeing and, or the officiating again let the game down a couple of times. But what I found that's ridiculous mm-hmm. was that Christian Welsh was actually 
gave away a penalty for not even hitting someone on the field. Come on, that's ridiculous. Remember that that tackle that he allegedly made and hit someone in the head as they were sliding down to the ground? The referee's gone penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah, kick return. His and arm went straight over the top of the player. Yeah. It's only because he had hair gel in his hair <laughs> that he clipped his hair. But lucky he had. Lucky they had a, a, a captain's challenge in their back pocket. Otherwise, they could have kicked that ball downfield inside their attacking 20. Who knows what would have happened? Yeah. That was, excuse me, I don't know. Who was the ref yesterday in that game? Uh, was it Grant Atkins? I'm not quite sure. Mate, you're there. Mm. You're standing there. Like, seriously, if you didn't see him not make contact with his head, what's going Are you watching the game? I, you know, honestly, Sam. Christian Welsh is a little bit like Jake Trebojevic. They're two of the nicest guys in the world off the field. No one ever says a bad word about them. Christian Welsh, highly articulate. He's a future leader of the game in 15 years' time. Very smart man off the field too. That's what I'm saying. He's oh, highly yeah. articulate. Yeah. He's going to be a really good leader within the game or some business, <laughs> whatever that may be. And Jake Trebojevic, the nicest guy ever. If they ever put up a captain's challenge, they shouldn't even look at the footage. They should just say, yep, just yeah, trust right. them. Yeah, I'm going to trust you because <laughs> you're so trustworthy. Jake Trebojevic, if he said, I didn't do something, the referee should say, yeah, you're right. I mean, we're not even going to waste anyone's time looking at the footage. So I love, I love I, that's ridiculous. We'll I, a couple a little bit later on. I, I just, the ref was there and there was a touchy 15 metres away. Mm. You see, two of you didn't even see that there was no contact. Yeah. I mean, you already know what I think of touchies. There's another bit of proof that they're just a waste of space. <laughs> Get rid of them. Right, just it's a, make sure the, the sideline is electrified. Yeah, electric fence. Electric, and when you see a player get zapped, you know they're exactly. out, out, out of, in touch. Yeah. The other thing I want to ch- chuck in tonight, and that's ridiculous, involves their very own Matt Rogers, who went to the golf in Adelaide, did a great job at Live Golf. Uh, that wonder, Here he is calling that hole-in-one again. Please pull up to the service window, please. I could also deep-fry the bag. How bad? <laughs> Even my mates are going, how's that Matt Rogers? What happened to his voice? That, that was him working at Krusty Burgers. But anyway, on our WhatsApp group today, yep. he's just put up a random post mm. saying, guys, you want me to get Russell Crowe for the show next week? It's like, what? <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. He is, he's a thousand to one to get Russell Crowe for the, the show. This is the same guy that said, oh, I played golf with Kelly Slater one day. Oh, did you really? Like, what's he like, good fella? Oh, he was two holes ahead of me, but I was on the same course. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's claiming Kelly Slater <laughs> on the same WhatsApp group owes him 100 bucks. Why would Kelly Slater, would you buy him a, a wrap or a pie or something? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Why would Kelly Slater I'm owe putting you Matty bucks? Rogers up as, as an A grade. <laughs> a grade. Bruiser. That, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, Matty, we're calling you out on it. You've got to get Russell Crowe for the show. Yeah. And I don't think you're a chance at all. What do you think? I think you will. You will? Yeah. I think you will. I think I think you'll be successful. Okay, I'm going to throw it out to our listeners. Yep. All right. Bit of fun. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three seven three six. Who else should Matty Rogers get on the show? He's apparently got this amazing black book. Yeah. Well, he keeps telling us that he's got all these contacts. So Russell, Russell's all right. He got Eddie Jones on. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But let's go higher. Mm. Does he know anyone in the royal family? I mean, he knocked off a spoon from Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Mm. He just sent a text to you on you Muppets. It was pure excitement. Yeah. I know we could hear it. Oh, yeah. Trust me, we could hear it. <laughs> it was, I don't know what else was going on around there. <laughs> it's like hey? someone grabbed him. I don't know. You it know was, where? There would have been a lot of body movement. 
Some bodily parts. Um, hey, did you see? Did you see uh, Carl Stefanovic lose it on the no. Today Show? No. It's about a nudist beach, unofficial nudist beach on the Sunshine Coast. I reckon Jason from Maroochydore, one of our listeners. Yes. He'd go to the. He'd visit the unofficial nudist beach. Where, where is it? Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Jason from Maroochydore will know. Um, oh, I can't remember. What well, it's, it's not Malula Bar. I've been there. No. Heaps. Uh, it's up towards Noosa Way, I think. Of course it is. Yeah. Would you go to a um, um, nudist beach? Sadly, no. You, you wouldn't go? I'd be laughed off the beach. <laughs> For what reason? Oh, well, it's cold. <laughs> it's, it gets cold on those beaches, Sats. With the, you know, you get those easterly, southeasterly changes yeah. late in the hour. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't. I wish I could. Because <laughs> if I could, I would all the time. If you were sunbaking, would they roll you would they roll you back in or maybe pull, bring over buckets of water? Well, that's saying I'm a whale. That's not nice. <laughs> that's would you not, do it? No. No. I'm not that impressive. So I, would, I wouldn't put myself out there. Ratwood. What? He would. He would. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to know? Would you go to a nudist beach? Is that it? Yeah. I, I'm Given the whack pack, absolutely. They're probably there now, most of them. I reckon Dan- would. Danger would be a... Oh, absolutely. A nudist beach frequenter. But you can't go to a nudist beach and be clothed. You know that. Yeah, I know that. You've got, oh, to, you got go. to nude up. I, to, I couldn't go. Yeah. Mm. What if you just, okay, put it this way. What What is the etiquette? Some One of our listeners will know. What is the etiquette for a nudist beach? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Like, can you, can you take your dog for a walk on a nudist beach? You know what I mean? So, like, if say there's a walking path mm. and the people on the sand are nude, mm. swimming, frolicking, sunbathing, whatever they do, right? Yep. And But can you just take your dog for a walk or what? do you have to be nude walking no, your dog? No, you have to be nude in that section. So when you get to the boundary of the nudist beach, you can then put your clothes back on. You can't attend a nudist beach while you've got clothes on in any capacity. Yeah, but what if I'm on a path above the sand? It's starting to sound creepy well, now. Well, now you're a stalker. <laughs> what if... What, what if you... <laughs> you've been hiding <laughs> in the bushes. What if I'm hiding in the bush? No, no seriously, if you take your dog... So, you can't. Yeah. You can't do it. Anyway, what do you think? Someone will know. 0457 736 736. Have you gone to a nudist beach? What happens at a nudist beach? Well, people just get their clothes yeah, off. Yeah, but I don't know. I just got a message from Daddy Vass yep. uh, saying, can we get to the Victor Radley sin bin? Okay. We're just sorry, mate. We're having some fun. Uh, Victor Radley. Yep. Oh, I know you're very passionate about it. I am too. That was a joke last night. How yep. the hell did he get simbined for a head clash? No, I think there's a little bit of contact. Oh, but it, okay, it, let's. I, I disagree with you, and we've mm. had this discussion off air. Yep. Even there was just a little bit. That's not sinbinable. Yeah. Well, any contact with the head. Is... But it, but. There are accidents in the game you know, too, Sats. You know, the, the bunker has a lot more views than what we have that, than what the public sees on the, on the broadcast. So they would have looked at some of those angles. Um, I get it. Listen, I'm, I'm a huge Victor Radley fan. I love the way that he plays. He always red lines. He's always playing in the danger zone. And I don't want him to ever change. But if, if that's his third sin bin in three weeks... If he just lowered his technique just to free, even five or six inches... He's still on the field. He's, but, ju- he's just got to change his technique, Jase. Because, and the, you know, the comments from, from James Tedesco on the field and also Trent Robinson post game, 
words to the effect that, you know, if it was someone else, you wouldn't have sin bin them or he gets targeted. Well, let's have a listen. Hang on. This is Teddy chatting, arguing, perhaps, with the refs. Up head to head. No. It's been reviewed. Shoulder to the head. That's a hat trick. Three in three games. Can we have a look at that again, Teddy? It's been reviewed. It's also said he's rising on contact. No, we're not going down that path. We're not going down that path. Teddy's right. No, well, he is right because there are players in the game that the officials do go in knowing that if they're repeat offenders, and you've got to do it, you've got to do it situation on situation, you know, case by case scenario. But there are players that referees are red flagged about certain players that do, do just just stray with the edges a little bit, like Jared Wary Hargraves and. Those sort of guys, they just they just hang around the edges a little bit too much, and the officials are aware of it, so that's why they stand out a little bit more. Now I, I get it. I mean, I'm a traditionalist. I I love how aggressive the game is. I really do. I love how aggressive it is. But Victor's just got to change his technique just a slight, only a slight bit. Just got to bend his back a little bit, and it's not hard to do it. Um, the game has built a rod for its back a little bit when it comes to this because that they've never rewarded good technique, low technique uh, tackles. So this is why players are up around the ball. They're trying to catch the player and wait for everyone else to come in and sweep the legs from underneath them. So every player's got this as part of their, their mindset. So, But Victor, just if he's going to stay on the field, he's just got to drop his back a little bit. I get what you're saying from a technical point of view, Sats, but there was nothing wrong with that tackle yesterday. There was nothing wrong with it. Well, there was because because the player was knocked out. But it was a head clash. Yeah, but like I said, the accidents bu- happen. But the, Sats. Yeah, but but even you don't clash. And he heads. wasn't knocked out. You don't clash. Yeah, he was. No, you, don't, he wasn't. you don't clash heads when you when you bend your back a little bit. Yeah, but that's an accident. A head clash on the field like that, but is the, is an the accident. bunker has other angles. They look at other the angles. The bunker that, got it wrong. Well, and maybe, my, my point maybe is they, maybe they've got angles. That they've seen an angle where there is contact with the head with the shoulder. I don't think they're watching the right game. Do you think they were watching the AFL game? I reckon they're in there watching Netflix. <laughs> Seriously, there was no. I don't think there was anything wrong with that tackle. I think they made a mistake, and then once they make that early call, they can't withdraw that mistake. They got that wrong. Well, they yesterday. can't withdraw because it's because they look like idiots. No, because it's it's ten minutes. You can't all of a sudden say, oh, it's actually "No, no." Wrong. Before we even get field? to that point, mate, it, it was an accidental head clash. That's all it was. Yeah, I, that's I, all I, I saw. I thought there's, I thought there was a, just a, I thought there was a little bit of shoulder and head together simultaneously. All right, let's throw it mm. out to our audience. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Even as a South supporter, I think he was unfairly sent to the bin in that game yesterday. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seven. You've got to go to a break. Standing by is the number six for the Titans. Kieran Foran joins us next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. What? Haven't even talked about... Haven't even talked about the great signing for the almighty South Sydney oh, Rabbitohs haven't even got yet. to that yet. Jack that was Wyden. huge news. Welcome to South Sydney, Jack. 
Jack Whiten marches on. We'll get to that real soon. I know that really annoys the roosters. Snackers in Canberra is going to hate you. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, Simon from Belmore, by the way, is on the line. one three hundred o one eleven seventy. Dragons fan and thinks the Radley Sinbin was correct. Uh, yeah, hi guys, how are you? Really You're good, well. mate. I think that uh, I think that Bradley Simbi was correct. He should be. He should be. He's a daily player myself. Okay. Okay, and I think Lomax when he took Kiri out, that wasn't a late. That wasn't a late tackle. Okay. Oh yeah, that was, that was, uh, a, that was a tough Lomax one. Never, yeah, that was a tough one. So if he's gonna, if he's gonna talk about one thing, talk about the, uh, talk about the other thing that happened too. Okay, you can't go just talk about the Roosters. You got to talk about St George. What happened to you? They go, they they got penalised well for no reason either. Mm. That's why I get cranky about listening to guys like kids, guys, because you just got to be fair when you talk about someone. Okay. Yeah. You can't just say about the Roosters. Ah, oh, okay, they got the opportunity because Radley should never be seen being what about Lomax? He he should never be penalised. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. I thought I thought that was a really bad call. Um, when Kiris put in the kick, it was it was um, simultaneous contact. It was good aggressive contact. It wasn't high, uh, so I think you're 100 percent right. Yeah, you know, the Radley situation is probably uh, overshadowed because Lomax was just so early on in the game. Mm. But in saying that, it was it was a terrible penalty. Yeah, mm. there were some pretty ordinary calls in two wonderful games of rugby league yesterday. But again. There is an issue with the officiating, and every Monday, or in this case Wednesday, we are talking about the refereeing rather than just concentrating on the great stuff that happened in those games yesterday. Craig from Maitland uh, is on the line. Craig, uh, you want to talk about Jack White and signing for the Mighty Bunnies? Yes, I just want to say that it's nobody's business what uh, South Sydney and Jack White have agreed to terms with, and that includes journalists and the media. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> of course, I t- you would. I totally agree with you. Yeah, of course you. Would. Yeah, Craig. I'm, I'm, I know what you're saying, but unfortunately, it's news. It's huge news in rugby league, and it gives uh, content for everyone to talk about. Uh, gives social media something to to um, give their opinion on, and it's a hu- It is a hu- when you talk about a marquee signing and a big name, big player in the game. It's it's quite big news. And why he signed with South? Well, he'll have his. Um, He'll obviously have a lot of people, a lot of the population will agree or disagree why he signed with South for less money. But, you know, the, the uh, Canberra Raiders have asked for a, an investigation into that. And so it hasn't been registered yet, of course. The NRL have first got to register the contract. Well, South have now officially announced the signing. So you can announce it. It's, it's just still It'll be, be signed. Mm. Why wouldn't it be? Well, again. You're I, just making stuff up now. No, I'm not. You should. Well, it comes down to market value. And that's what the NRL look at all players. Well, listen, I'm, 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 I mean, you I'm, know I'm, what he's been signed for. I'm glad that he's signed for the club that I follow. But in saying that, I've, I, re, I feel really sorry for the Raiders. I don't like the comment, I want to go and win a premiership. Everyone wants to win a premiership. So what he's doing is he's looking at his current playing group at Canberra that he's still got to play with for the rest of the season. He's more or less saying, you guys aren't good enough to take me away to a, a a, a grand final in the next four years. Mal Meninga, that hurts. Mal Meninga on SENQ this morning with Ben Davis said that he mustn't trust the players at the Raiders to leave the club. That's what I'm saying. Like He's, he's, like saying, you, you, he's you, saying to the playing group, you're never going to get us to a grand final, so I need to go somewhere that will. Um, and he's got the prerogative to do but that. But why can't Absolutely. he say that? No he, no, he can say it. That's fine. But it's, it's He's got to look after number one. That's him. Yeah. I, feel, I feel sorry for Ricky... 
Absolutely. Because Ricky has invested a lot of time Mm. into that bloke and treated him like one of his own. Now, that's that's something I think should be repaid. Now, whether Jack's repaid that, I, I don't know. But Ricky has really looked after Jack Whiten. Mm. And and maybe it was a really hard decision for Jack Whiten to I, leave the club. I've got no doubt. I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders have, have had the belief after a meeting with Jack last week, if he's true to his word, and that in reading between the lines there, that, that um, he has told the Raiders that he's staying there. If he's true to his word, he would have announced he was staying at the Raiders this week. I'm okay. led to believe that the Dolphins were also told that he was going there as well. So um, I don't know whether it's the, the current generation of, of, uh, of he's people. He's 30 that, years of age. Yeah, I know. But when, when you're 30 years of age in, in professional sport, you live in this bubble where you haven't got this great maturity about you. Yep. Yeah, so. I don't think he actually needs to tell anyone why he's leaving. He's just made a decision to leave the Raiders. He's playing for another club come 2024. It's so, no one's business. So if you signed for the Raiders, uh, sorry, the Roosters, would you be different? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, mate. I just, I'm, but I, actually I do, he doesn't have to tell anyone anything. He just, as long as he tells Ricky why and he's honest with Ricky, face to face, man to man, I think that's the only person that needs to So know. what he's actually saying to Ricky is... I want to go win a premiership. And you can't deliver it. You can't yeah, do it as a good. coach. So Yeah, no, that's not good. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, Wayne Bennett, when Justin Hodges signed with the Roosters back in 2001 for the 2002 season, he dropped him to second grade. Brought him mm. back to the club, admittedly, and they yeah. won in 2006, but he dropped him to second grade. I don't think that's going to happen here. All right. Hey, listen, the text machine's blowing up. We've got to go to a break because Kieran Foran is standing by this time. Um, Rabbitohs justified not re-signing Reynolds because they didn't want players 30-plus on long-term deals. So how do they sell this one? Oh, just injury-wise. I mean, they felt as though that, that Adam Reynolds with his his back and hamstrings was was more of a, a liability than, than Jack. All right, got 20 seconds. Sharky from Nara, you want to say something about Jack Whiten? I want to give him his perspective, guys. There you go. Yeah, My good. perspective is, look, Jack's not really a number six, right? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe Souths are going to get more value out of him playing five, playing at, at number three or number four, whatever side they play him on, right? Um, but on the lads of deciding what he wanted to do, and NRL can never state what a player wants to take, quite simply. A player can take what he wants. If they try and go down that angle, there's going to be a myriad of courts going on. Yeah, right. Thanks, Shark. You've got to go to break. He's a bit of a restraint of trade if... Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can do whatever you like. You can do. You can say whatever you like, but you can't enforce that sort of stuff. So mm. interesting. Right. Thanks for your calls. Keep them coming. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number or 0457-736-736. We'll get back to the Victor Radley stuff and also the Jack Whiten signing. But up next, the number six for the Titans, Kieran Foran, joins us on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Cherry Evans got away from McGuire. Now there's a chance. Stewart gives it to Lyon. to Williams. He puts a kick in. There's a race on. Foran is winning it. Foran gets there. And Manly could be back in front. Well, they're the old days of uh, Kieran Foran playing for Manly. In fact, he's making the return to Brookie this week, Sats, as the Titans, number six. I wonder what sort of a welcome the boys oh, at Brookvale. The fans, the they fans will clap. They won't boo. No. Not a chance. Mm. 
He's joining us now on the line, uh, the Titans 5'8", Kieran Foran. Welcome back to Sports Day, mate. You must be looking forward to getting that nice fans reception uh, this weekend at Brookie. No, I hope they, um, I hope they give me a cheer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back there. It's, uh, it'll be a bit of a surreal feeling, but um, yeah, I'm excited for the game. The cage, they pull the cage, Jace. When the teams run out, they pull the cage down, so it's it's like you're in a zoo at some stage. But uh, hey, uh, Kieran, when you go to Brookie, is there any local knowledge? Like, is there one corner that that sort of runs away quicker than another? Do you got any local knowledge there? There used to be local knowledge with that old ground they had there, but um, since they've ripped it all up and uh, redone it, it's actually a, a pretty nice playing surface now, and um, they've done a, a great job with the high performance centre there. So it's a whole new sort of feel. Um, out there, but nah, there's no local knowledge anymore. I just gotta hope we can turn up and um, and get the job done. So, are you are you the sort of player now you you've been experienced for for many many years and got a thousand games under your belt? You had a you know great relationship and, and partnership with um, with Daly down there. Are you the sort of player that will still communicate with your former teammates that are still there in the week leading up to that game, or do you just go completely black, go completely silent? Nah, nah, I've had a few texts with them already, actually, back and forth. So um, that'll be ongoing, I'd say, through the week as the game gets closer. Um, look, I'm still, I'm still incredibly close with a lot of the lads um, down there, and um, you know, thoroughly enjoyed my time uh, and my playing career at Manly. So um, yeah, there'll be a bit of banter leading into the game, and then obviously for the 80 minutes, I'll put that to the side and and get my competitive head on and, and be doing everything I can to uh, get the two points with the Titans. How much do you help Justin Holbrook and the leadership team, which no doubt you're a part of, at the Titans this week in the planning? Yeah, I think um, obviously, you know, we'll have a, a few more in-depth chats tomorrow um, at training as we, you know, start to plot a bit of a game plan against them. And I'm sure I'll, um, you know, speak up and, and have a fair bit to say in those meetings and video sessions because, um you know, I've got a fair bit of inside knowledge on a lot of the, the guys there. Um, you know, they've been playing great footy, though, this year. They've obviously changed their style under Siebes and um, and adapted really well there. So, look, I, I guess I'll I'll have a few few things to say, but, um, you know, we're really focusing on, on our improvements heading into this week. Um, has it been a tough week, start to the week, after that performance against the Dolphins, 26-0 up, as everyone knows, and to lose that game? How, how did Justin handle that? Did he rip into you, fellas? Yeah. Oh, look, it's been a, it's been a pretty tough few days. There's no denying that. Um, pretty embarrassing, to be honest, um, from our point of view, you know. Uh, you know, to play so well in the first half and, and sort of get away to the lead that we've got gotten up and um, and then to come out in the second half and perform the way that we did was really disappointing. Um, it's not the sort of footy side we want to be and, um, you know, our, our supporters and fans deserve better and, and the club deserves better. So, yeah, look, we've um, we've dealt with it. We've addressed it and, and looked at where we went wrong and, and how we need to um, rectify that heading into this weekend's game. This is a question for both you and Sats. As a person who's never played the game, watched plenty of it, it, it feels like you can't control the situation, like what's happening. There's a, a momentous wave happening on the opposite side of the field, and you just can't stop it. What does that feel like as a player out there in the middle, Kieran? Yeah, look, uh, look. It's not the first time on the weekend that that's happened in, in my career. I've been involved in 
numerous games where um, you know he gotten out to a handy lead and and been run down. Um, and look, it's just it's one of those things. I think momentum turns, and um, obviously you know self doubt creeps in, and um, yeah, the, it feels like the whole game just swings. And um, sometimes there's things you can control, sometimes there's not. Um, but yeah, look, it's uh, it's a pretty it's, it's certainly one of those feelings at the end of the game where you just feel utterly embarrassed, um, disappointed and, and shocked at what happened. and um, You just want next week to hurry up and come around so you can <laughs> you can really turn it around. you got probably one of the, the best views in the house other than the fullback uh, looking at momentum shifts. Uh, Kieran, was it more that you took your foot off their throat or could you feel that their intensity lifted when you came out in the second half? Oh, you know the the thing about it, we knew we knew obviously they were going to come out in the second half, really, I guess, uh, and, and lift intensity. We we knew that that's what they would have been talking about at half time, and and I felt like we were quite prepared for that. But um, it just felt like we couldn't stop it, to be honest. Um, they obviously went another gear, and um, it just snowballed for us. And that's the learning for us as a footy side. You know, um, we didn't get it right on the weekend, and. Uh, all we can do is take take the lessons from it and, and regroup and, and learn from it and, and try to not let it happen again. But, um, yeah, it's just it's trying to deal with those situations better in the future. I feel as though that uh, since coming to the club, Kieran, I think it's you know, no coincidence that, uh, that David Fafita's playing some of his best mm-hmm. rugby league, especially just the little areas of the game that he had to mature. Mm-hmm. I've got to remember, he's only 23 years of age. Have you found him really responsive when you're trying to engage him into the game? Yeah, he's been incredible um, so far this season. I, I, uh, I've said it before, you know, he, I think he set up his season really well in pre-season just in terms of, you know, the sacrifices he made um, personally and, and just how hard he trained. I thought he, um, you know, he'd probably admit himself he's he's in the best physical shape he's, he's probably been in in his career. So, you know, it's a credit to him, um, you know, and all the hard work he's put in and, and I've just found it a you know great joy um, trying to link up with him and and try and add parts to his game um, and sort of unlock him here and there where I can you know he's he's so gifted and talented and, and he's unstoppable one on one nearly um, it's just my job really is to to try and set up plays and structures where I can get him one on one with with defenders because. Um, you know, as we've seen so far this season, if I can get him one on one, he he generally breaks away and creates something. So uh, that's that's what I'm constantly trying to work on with him, and um, I've got no doubt our combination will continue to grow as the year year continues. Now, something away from the footy field, Kieran. I've always, it's something I've, I I uh, I like asking some of the some of the players outside of your own teammates. Who does Kieran Foran enjoy watching play in the NRL? It's a good question. Um, look, I, I'm a massive footy head, so I, I watch all the games. Um, I don't really take much of a break from rugby league, so I'm, I'm always sitting at home through the weekend watching uh, the majority of the sides play. Um, but look, yeah, in, in terms of footy sides, you know, I enjoy watching South play, uh, Roosters, um, Melbourne, um, Penrith. You know, I, I love watching all the teams play, but uh, players. Um, Oh, look, Latrell Mitchell would have to be up there. Um, really enjoy watching him play footy. Um, who else would there be? He's put me on the spot, I'm trying to think. Um, 
Oh, look, James Tedesco's another one. Um, what big men. Oh, you got to love watching Nelson play. Oh, wasn't uh, he good yeah, last look, night? I, I, I could name a few, yeah. He, he was great. He was great last night. I was sitting on the couch going, I don't, I don't know how you contain a bloke like yeah. that. Plus, he had a new contract yeah. in his back pocket. No wonder he came out yeah. full of energy. Jeez, he was he was unbelievable. Sure. Yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah. We've talked about this off air and just off the cuff. Like, I can't remember a time that I've seen rugby league any better. Like, I sat there in awe yesterday and watched those two Anzac Day clashes, and that round off an amazing weekend of of rugby league. You had your comebacks. You had some amazing flick passes. I had your controversy with referees and, and some decisions. Those two games yesterday, those four teams were so brave and put on amazing contests. Do you do you feel as a player in the current game that you've never seen it any better? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree, agree with you there. I, I think rugby league's in a great spot um, where it is today. And um, I think that the competition's incredibly even. Um, I think you can get beaten by any any team on any any given day and um yeah i just think the talent across the board is is exceptional at the moment and um yeah the quality the quality of the footy is yeah it's as good as i've ever seen it for sure in my time um i think that that'll just continue to evolve as as this you know great game just you know keeps going because um you know, there's more and more performance that, that goes into it every single year and, and, and more and more training techniques and, um, you know, players are, I guess, learning and, you know, upgrading their skills at a younger age. And I just think, yeah, that the quality will continue to evolve um, as time goes on. Now, being a manly boy, were you a surfer and did you continue to surf now you come to the Gold Coast? Or are you one of those guys that's lived on the coast coastline most of their life and has never entered the uh, salt water? <laughs> <laughs> I give surfing a good crack, mate. But I tell you, I don't have the shoulders to paddle, so I'm hopeless. <laughs> and the boys will tell you, watching me paddle out there, it's a, it's a struggle. Um, so that's the biggest challenge I find with surfing. I I really enjoy it once I'm out there, and um, you know I, I can get up and ride a wave and things like that. But um, but mate, the paddling for me is just hard yakka. I just, oh, if it's big and, and it's and it's a big swell, I just can't get out there. Um, but no, nah, I've enjoyed it since I've come up here, actually, given um, the different points you go and the beaches and things like that. Did you see that photo last week, Kieran? Um, it's gone it's gone bunter around the world. It's a, a girl taking a photo of half above the water at Burley Heads, Burley Point, mm. half above the water, half under the water, and she's just got a, a uh, snorkeling equipment on. And there would be dozens of hammerhead sharks. Did you see that photo? <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, see that's that. nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was out at Burley Point about a week ago, and I tell you, um, I was putting my legs and arms up on the border there, but <laughs> and I kept looking around. I kept, I was jumping at shadows. Oh, I'm yeah. petrified of sharks. I don't know why I get out there, but uh, as I said, I enjoy it. It's good for the soul and the body when you're out there having a paddle. Well, mate, it's it's got to be better being in the surf than spending your day off shopping with the missus at Pack Fair. Mate, Dad, <laughs> is that her punishing you for the performance on the weekend against the Dolphins as well? Because, mate, that is – it's your day off. Why should you be tortured? Yeah. You can't believe it. It was, it was actually my suggestion. I said, oh, let's go wander around Pack Fair for a couple of hours. And I, yeah, I don't know why I suggested that. I think the weather the weather threw a spanner in the works. We normally go for a walk around um, around Burley Point in the sunshine, but because it was raining, 
I uh, I said, oh, let's go and, and sort of stroll around there for a couple of hours. Yeah, brownie but, uh, points. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Actually, yeah, you are. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I don't know how to bank brownie points. <laughs> I need brownie. You need to give husband <laughs> lessons, mate. That's what you need to do. <laughs> oh, incredible. Oh, you got to rack them up. you got to rack <laughs> the points up. Kieran Foran, best of luck. I hope the boys do hit back uh, well against Manly. We'll just talk him before we actually rang you and go, a Manly flying under the radar, they're sitting second, and you can't say they're playing pretty football, so it's going to be a big challenge this weekend. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I think they are flying, flying under the radar at the moment. Um, you know, they're, as you said, sitting second, and they probably haven't hit their straps, um, any of their players yet, or, or as a side, I think they're still finding their their best style um, and working that all out. So, yeah, look, they're, they're a really quality team, um, as, as we've seen over the years, and um, they're no different this year. So it, it's going to be a huge challenge for us, especially down there at Bookie. But, um, you know, as I said, you know, we're really focused on bouncing back from last week, and um, I've got full faith we're going to go down there and um, come away with the win. All right, mate. We'll let you go. Thanks for your time today. Make sure you give those fans down there as much as they give you, all right? Just <laughs> run out giving them the me. bird as you run you out. Just do that. You can see the headlines <laughs> after Foran sets up a winning try. So yeah. Foran puts a cherry on top. Oh, that's like gold. Yeah. Yes. Like, like what it did there. It's right in itself. You go. Good luck. See you, mate. Thanks, guys. See ya. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Geez, the text machine's blowing up. 0457 736 736. Also, got a stack of callers to get to in just a moment. Uh, from 022, or it's Breathalyzer Bathurst. As a dyed-in-the-wool Rabbitohs supporter, I take no satisfaction in signing a weaker club's marquee player. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. It's what the Roosters have been doing ever since the 70s, and that's the main reason I profoundly dislike, sorry, hate intensely their rotten organisation. All right, we can't say that. We did. People are getting in on the Whiten thing, aren't they, Sax? Yeah, a lot of Whiten, a lot of Anzacs, also uh, a lot of uh, nudist beaches as well. Peacock from the Northern Beaches says, Sats, you'd go to a nudist beach if there was rap dancing involved. Probably would. Absolutely. Um and also, we've got good evening, boys. What happens if both players are knocked out in a head clash from Mark? Oh, this is the Radley. Uh, the Radley. Um, well, they both go off in the HIA if that's what happens. But does he still get sinbinned, Radley? If it's both, a he- if it's a head clash, if it's if it's deemed a head clash, which it was yesterday, by and the way. it's and everyone knows it's a definite head clash. Absolutely. What? That's what happens? They both go off. You don't know. Seriously. More <laughs> of your texts and calls coming up in the moment. This is Sports Day for our mates at Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome to our two of the show. Jesus going nuts tonight. 0457 736 736. Is our text number to have your say on Jack Whiten. There's also the Radley sin binning yesterday. Nudist beaches. Uh, what is the what is the um, Fitzy is, says you're a grower, not a shower. Woogie, 
when it comes to nudist beaches. True. I, I wouldn't, seriously, I wouldn't get my kid off of the Tool man beach. says stay away from the nudist beach. Woogie. What is the etiquette, though, for a nudist beach? That's what I want to know. Can you walk your dog fully clothed? Danger says I'm so small they wouldn't know one head from the other. Would Greg Norman be allowed to walk his dog at a nudist beach? No way. That's a question. No way. That's a question we need asked, answered tonight. <laughs> oh four five seven. Someone says, is, is there a pole vault event around here somewhere? What? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our phone number. We will get to uh, Dane's call in just a moment, but. I'm not going to it until Daddy Vass <laughs> answers this question tonight. He's all dressed up. He's had a job interview, I think. Are you reading between the lines? Well, mate, he's wearing shoes. He's very smartly dressed. But he's this... got leather shoes on. He's got pants on. Pant, which is unusual for yep. you. Because usually you, you walk around in your underwear. <laughs> G'day, gentlemen. How he's washed going? his hair. I just want to listen. What you're wearing over the top of your shirt, how would you explain it? Because I'm saying, what is mum doing for her Curtains tonight. It looks. <laughs> it looks like a, a, a jacket from Leave It to Beaver. Boys. Remember that TV show from the fifties? Just trying to set some standards around here, right? Bull crap. You boys don't have shoes on. What's you've going had on? A, you've had a meeting today, haven't you? Mate, have you had a job interview? No. Be honest. I've had passport photos taken. Why do you need to get? It's from the neck up. Yeah. Well, you just got to look jazzy, right? You can and be nude underneath. It doesn't matter with a passport. Can you? You get a passport photo on a nudist beach. You could. <laughs> Could you put that up on, on our social media? I want to find out the answer. Is that a jacket or is it a, a shirt or is it a – what is that thing you're wearing? I don't know. I don't know what it is. And just... it's 30 degrees in here. Yeah. It's just a jacket, isn't it, boys? Mm. No. It's not a cardigan. Is it a cardigan? And he wears a ring on his pointing finger. Never liked that. I've Why? never Why liked do you wear it. That? Well, are we just picking apart my outfit from now on? No, I mean, no, no. Is, no. That, is this a new segment on mustache. Sports Day? <laughs> He's master. So Gary Belcher had the master moustache, yep. right? We don't know what that is either. Mm. We don't know what it's like. A mouse just settled on your face. It's pretty distinguished, though, boys. I don't think so. Now, anyway, one take a photo. We want to find out what that is. <laughs> one two seven on the text line says just one rule at nudist beaches: no pointing. <laughs> oh, and nudity rules: nude people and nude dogs. Everybody nude. Okay. Mm. That's why I'm not going, Dane. Uh, who's, a, who's from Penrith, South There's Span. no nudist beaches in Penrith, Dane. We know that. Mate, Dane, hello. Welcome to the show. You want to make a comment on the Jack Whiten deal with the Rabbitohs? Yeah, hey, boys. <clears throat> um, yeah, just regarding all the comments around uh, that he owes the Raiders and, you know, poor Raiders fans and poor Ricky Stewart. Mate, the, the loyalty things are a two-way street. And when the clubs are finished with players, they're quick to send them on their way. You know, just one example, the Roosters with Mitchell Pearce. They, he'd been there since a teenager, same with Jack Whiten at the Raiders. And as soon as they're finished with him, they, they're quick to get rid of him and bring in Kronk, and they won back-to-back premierships. Yeah, so, you're yeah, right. I think yeah, that's maybe what... Yeah, it's a good point. It's a really good point you make, Dane. And it is a two-way street, absolutely, uh, with, with Jack Whiten. I can't believe that the... And we've got a couple of texts on it, which we'll write on, uh, read out soon. I can't believe the Raiders, at the time they did his contract, they allowed a clause of that nature to be in his contract. Yep. So, I agree with that. Mm. Um, we're going to get to more of your texts now for Polaris Australia's Thanks number call, one Dane. selling side-by-side brand. I, I'll tell you, I, I'm happy about White going to South. I, I don't care. I, the, I am too because I'm a Bunnies fan. Because this, the sound of Cook to Ilias to Walker to Luttrell 
to Whiten to Alex Johnston. It won't get to Alex Johnston. I they mean, don't need him anymore. He, if Souths aren't the short price favourites next year to win the comp, I don't know whoever will be. I tell you what, a lot of South fans, diehard ironed on fans, and I'm a little bit, little bit miffed about this. Is that how can we, and it's come up tonight? How South can offer White in a four year deal at the age of thirty, but couldn't give Reynolds at least a three year deal. Mm. And I just wish we had looked after Adam Reynolds as much as we're looking after Jack White. And that's a that, and I know there's different stages and the bodies are different and. And Reynolds has some issues with his hammies and, and all that sort of stuff. But I just, yeah, I, I still think, well, we can find the money for him and we can find the deal well, that probably, for him. That probably is exactly what our last call, Damon, is talking about. You know, there's a South Sydney junior. He's played his whole career at South. Yeah. To be able to say, no, listen, we've got this young kid coming through. We probably need to move you on uh, for the best interest of the club and the longevity of the club because we may lose Lachlan Ilias yep. to another club. So they're the decisions you have to make. And... It is a two-way street. Absolutely it is. Um, but we're not going to hear the end of it. Uh, the salary cap auditor has said he's going he's to look further into the deal that has been agreed to. But what, what is there to look into? This, he, it could be a case of Sats that he's achieved what he's wanted to achieve. at the. And I don't care if it involves South. So I'm, I'm telling you this honestly. Mm, mm. But he's achieved what he's wanted to achieve at the Raiders. He feels he needs to move on to go that next step. How do you how do you stop a bloke from doing that, or a female rugby league player from doing that? You know, if, if Millie Boyle has left Newcastle to go to the Roosters, and Newcastle are filthy about it, it's not right, as if okay, they've so let her go. Okay, so where's the where's the audit on that? Mm. Why well, has she left Newcastle to go to the Roosters? It had probably more money, possibly, and a better opportunity maybe to win a premiership. Well, she won last year. She won a premiership last year. But okay, well that's not a bad, good argument. <laughs> she said she won three premierships. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Two at the Broncos. But but. People have got the right to make a decision on what job they take. You know, if I was advising Jack Whiten, I just would have said, you know what, I love Canberra. I, I do. I, I'm always going to be a Canberra boy. But unfortunately, at this time of my career, I feel as I just need a fresh start. I need to open up a brand new chapter. And you know what, it may not go the way I like it, and it may be the worst decision of my life, but I regret it if I didn't, if I didn't make a fresh change. Um, and I think a lot of people would, would, I think a majority of people would say, you know what? Well, I've got to, I've got to applaud the kid for making a brave decision like that. But you know, it's, it's now going to come down to, unfortunately, why would you give up a potentially a million dollars? It doesn't come down. It doesn't come down to that at all. It's, he can do whatever he likes. Yeah. He can do the NRL will have a look at it to appease Canberra. That's why they'll have a look at it. Let's be honest. They'll have a look at it to appease Canberra. If Jack White wants to sign for a club on seven hundred or seven fifty, mm. he could probably list five reasons why he did that. And you know what? They can all be for personal reasons, and it's not the NRL. It's got nothing to do with the NRL. Yeah. Well, there is there is a basement price that on the open market that a lot of what's the basement price for a centre who's thirty years of age and just come off a World Cup. No, no. Look forward. No, look, well, forward no. look forward to the next no, four he's years. A current, he's a current representative player. Not, not, not. Yeah, he is. But Sats, he's a current representative hear me out. player. Not, not at the start of the twenty twenty four season. He's not. No, but he's a current. He's when you saw. No, he's, he's quit representative. No, no, no. Football. He hasn't played another rep game yet. But he's a current representative player. But Come he's back from World Cup. But he's he doesn't start working with South until twenty twenty four. Right? Doesn't matter. It's when you sign them. 
where they're sitting at, at the time you signed them. Well, he resigned last week. That's timely. <laughs> he resigned last week as a representative player, 30 years of age when he plays for South. Mm-hmm. He's playing in the centres. I would think 7, 750 is actually on the mark. He's playing centres, but you know that at any stage you can play fullback and five any, eighth when that's Walker... That's anyone, or, right? Yeah. That's any person who signs a contract with the NRL. They signed him as a centre or utility. Mm-hmm. I would think $700,000 is probably the right yeah, price. Yeah, probably with him, probably. Yeah, I'm thinking 30 eight, years eight, of eight, age. Eight, 50. So it's not far off the mark. It's not far off the mark when you sign him as a centre. So there's nothing to see here. Oh no! Well, there's nothing to see here because he's made a he's made a conscious decision based on his on his career. Like I said, I'm I'm glad he went to to South because they're my team. But in saying that, I, you know, I feel sorry about for, for the clubs that struggle to sign players and where that holds them in years years moving forward. And like Adrian Vows, former Origin players, listening to the show, he texted and said. He went from the Gold Coast Seagulls of the Cowboys in 1995 to win a premiership with laughing mm. faces after it. So you didn't right. hear that, did you? No. No. Say it again. Adrian Vow said he went from the Gold Coast Seagulls to the Cowboys in 1995 to win a premiership. Laughing faces. Like, right. Yeah. He's, he's being... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. No, no, it's all right. Don't worry about it. We're not on air. It's all right. I'm reading a text. <laughs> Ryan from Byron's getting into me. I wouldn't be signing with South if I wanted to win a premiership. Please, come on. They're going to win. I can't believe Whiten signed with the New South Wales club when he said the reason he was leaving was to win a comp and was looking at going to Queensland to be closer to his wife's family, as reported by the SCN Morning Show, Vossi and Brandy. Well, he's not going to win a comp going to the Dolphins in the next couple of years. Maybe in four years' time, absolutely. But I suppose a lot of people are signing with with the Dolphins want to get a piece of Wayne Bennett coaching. Uh, Josh Kerr is signed there from the Dragons as of next year. Good signing for the Dragons. And Wayne Bennett has a high opinion of him having him in origin in 2020 um, in the origin squad. But, uh, but Wayne, if he's, if he's, if the plan is still going ahead, will retire at the end of 24 as a head coach, still be involved from a, from a coaching capacity, like a head, head of coaching capacity. Um, but Christian Wolf will be the coach. So, after watching that Dol- um, Dolphins doco, geez, I'd, I'd love to. If I was a footy player, I'd love to play for Christian Wolf as well. Yeah, he's a good man, good man, and a really good coach too. Um, so we've got a, a lot of texts here. We're going to try and get through towards the end of the night. Uh, Mark says, just uh, on the point of feeling sorry for Ricky, I'm sure all coaches look after their players like their own. Yeah, some do. Some do it better than others. Some just like to have a coaching relationship and they don't like to have a personal relationship with their players because they find it difficult to cut players or um, or drop players, whatever it may be. So they like just to have that, that line in the sand relationship. Got a question here from Mark. With White and coming to South, would you keep Tass at centre and move Campbell Graham to the wing next year? Uh yeah, funnily enough, Isaiah Tass is the one that's in the in the target here, but he's the one that scores the winning try last week. I don't reckon Whiten has the pace to score that try I last guess, week. Yeah, he would, yeah. You reckon? Yeah, big long stride. Um, but in saying that, no, I think Isaiah Tass, unfortunately, will will play second fiddle to if, – if that's, in fact, Jack Whiten is going to play left centre, um, and Isaiah Tass may have to go look elsewhere at another club. Just a couple more quickly on Whiten. Tell Cry Baby Ricky to get real. Raiders won't be in the top dozen this season. That's from Rabbit Burrow Tamora. From Tamora. Uh, this one from uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood. Sats Woogie. Ricky can cry foul all he wants, 
But didn't the Raiders agree to Whiten's option in his current deal? Absolutely. Meaning, it's in hindsight. Why would you decision. sign that? Why Be- would you put that forward? Because you've got a marquee player. You're desperate to keep him. So you want to try and meet them halfway and give them some skin in the game. That's what happens with marquee players. And the really good clubs, the good clubs that recruit really well. Don't need to do they that. They don't need to do that. But Canberra is a really difficult place, place to, but couldn't to try have the recruit right, to. Couldn't have the writing been on the wall then? When signing that contract, like, well, we just got well, into this Well, what they're going to do is that they're going to sit back and go, oh, I hope he doesn't execute that clause. I hope he doesn't trigger that clause. Let's just try and keep him happy. Let's Okay. And you, you try and work on the relationship with the player, but unfortunately it, it hasn't worked. Jason from Victoria says, uh, boys, Lachlan Ilias out, leave South Sydney to Melbourne. He'll sign him with the Melbourne Storm. I've heard, I've heard little rumours that with White and coming to South, Ilias... So would Cody Walker to seven, seven, White in a six? No, no, won't it's happen. not going to happen. Ilias won't go. Like he's a, yeah, he's he's part of their long term plan. It's a reason why they allowed Adam Reynolds to leave. Sats and I are on opposite ends of um, opinion when it comes to the Radley Sinbin last night. Big J says he's with you, Sats. Um, he has a bad tackle technique, and he's got to get that better. He he used to have a really good tackle good tackle technique. He's been knocked out a couple of times with his head on the opposition's hip. And maybe he's a little bit apprehensive about that. I believe the game has really built a rod for their own back by not rewarding really good technique. So that's why players are all up around the ball now. You can't anticipate what the opposition player is going to do. So you're set to hit at point A. Player may duck, step, whatever, and all of a sudden point A becomes point B. Head, shoulder, whatever it is, ends up on the other player's head um, because there's no reward to tackle low. Mm. Victor is a bit like MG back in the day from Walshy. Yeah, much maligned, absolutely. And MG was like that. He was always flying in that uh, that red zone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, someone asked me a question the other day. What was your first welcome to first grade moment that you can remember? You know, when you get to first grade, you go, oh, that's my – it's either you know, running out in the big crowd instead of playing second grade or under-21s. Or it might be your first try. My first welcome to first grade moment was my first run-on game. Mm. So I played a few games off the bench before, but my first run-on game against Balmain at Leichhardt. And I used to know that MG, I used to study a lot of people's games, and I used to know MG used to run onto the ball and he used to like to step out. So he had his eyes on the play the ball. And so I saw him about to run onto this ball. I said, I'm going to get him. As he steps out, I'm just going to jam him. Like I'm 19 or 20 or whatever <laughs> I was. And he gets the ball and steps out. As he steps out, the old head sticks his elbow up. And just knocks me clean, knocks me out clean. Were you out, gone. Oh, look, I remember at half time, everything was blue. And I remember looking at Wally Lewis, our coach, giving me instructions, and he looked like a Smurf. <laughs> That's all I could remember. And I can't remember the second half, but that was my welcome to first grade moment. How MG knocking me out. Oh, it's hard to compare the two because MG played in an era where anything was anything. And we've always said that about Victor. Victor's probably playing in the wrong era. Wrong era. Yeah, because he's. I yeah. love Victor. I love the way that he I plays. Do too. I'd I love to see him at Origin. He would just mate, excel at Origin. Level. I would love to see him. Well, he lining can't up because he represented England. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Let's change that rule. <laughs> hey guys, should the bunker release the vision they see to the public so there is no doubt about the decision to send a player off? This is Renzo from Agnes Water. Oh, God's country, Renzo. How good is the Never pizza? Been to Agnes Water. Mate, I spent. A week there early mm. with the family, like that pizza joint, unreal, that pub, oh, unreal place. I agree with you, Renzo. I, I think uh, if there is speculation after the game and when uh, Graham Annesley does his weekly briefing, absolutely, make it available.
Here's a good argument from Matt Rogers. Uh, so it's okay to accidentally knee someone in the head, oh, but accidental on, head rat. clash, no good. So that's rat. no answer it. Rat. Answer it. Go and, I'll answer it. Go and talk to your family. <laughs> okay? You've got better things to do. He's probably sitting on his mahogany couch in his man cave, bored. Yeah. Cat on his lap, mm. smoking a pipe. Radley, Mark from Prairie Wood, the day of age, there has to be a way where what the what? Oh, where we see what the bu- bunkers see. The, yeah. the public on TV and the coaches get to see, so there's no confusion. Well, I, I it's just... like tries. They see other angles that we don't get to see Well, on we eventually the see broadcast. those. Yeah. Not all of them. Mm. Well, what's the point? Because there was an angle on a try that uh, Cronulla playing... Oh, who was it? Was it... Um, as a try to that was, wasn't given... The player felt as though that he had the ball on the line. Now, in Graham Annesley's briefing the next day, there was an angle that they showed at the weekly briefing that the player thought he got to the line, but the angle showed that he was just just short of the try line. And we didn't see that angle as part of the broadcast. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, how good would it be if the Raiders won the comp this year from Fitzy? That, that ain't going to that, happen. That would be from two people. Fitzy. Yeah, or who, who's a prophet of doom? Yeah, he's he's waiting on hold actually. Is he really? Yeah, we'll talk to him in just a sec. Uh, Radley, what if a teammate accidentally hits another teammate in the head? Shouldn't he go to the sim bin under the rules? Michael from Dremoyne. Yeah, friendly fire. I've always wondered that. If you come in to tackle a, a, an attacking player and you actually friendly fire, take your own teammate out, should you be sin binned? Hey, I want to throw something out. Can we discuss this at greater length maybe tomorrow night? What? I reckon the 18th man should not be triggered by HIA. I agree. I reckon the 18th man should be, use the word trigger, should be the trigger player. And what I mean by that is you run with your 17 players, your four fresh reserves. Mm. The 18th player can only be activated in the final 10 minutes. I don't mind that because last night I noticed we had um, uh, the Warriors. They already had one out for HIA. Yeah. And then they had a player in the last 10 minutes go off for an HIA seg- assessment. Usually, usually it's a 15-minute period, isn't so it? So th- they've lost another They had no one on the bench, remember? Yeah, they did, yeah. They should be allowed to go, well, look, they can't come back on anyway. We should be able to enact our 18th man. Well, yeah, well, it didn't get activated, I would think, without knowing everything about it. It was because there's not enough time for the other player to come back on. Yeah, yeah you're right. They, yeah, and That's again, a little bit of a, a flaw in the and system. And maybe that's one of those things that when it arises, that's when they have to raise it. It's a situation probably they never looked at. And also, Sats, if if a player is ruled out of the rest of the match due to foul play, whether it's a hip drop mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and you've got one off for HIA who's not coming back and then you have a, a, a serious injury due to foul play, 18th man should be allowed to be enacted then yep. as well. Mm. I'm thinking about like if you're a Dragon supporter and young Jaden Sullivan, who's a Tremendous young half and can play a bit of hooker. Um, he's not getting used at the moment. So if he's your 18th man and you've got the game yesterday against the Roosters and you need something, you need something to, to inject some enthusiasm um, and the 18th man gets activated in the last 10 minutes only and all of a sudden you bring someone like a Jaden Sullivan on, does he open the game up? And, yeah. yeah. And I, I like it this year with the AFL that you've got, the, you've got your reserve player mm. who can come on at any time for any reason. In the match, a lot of them try. A lot of the coaches try and save it to the last quarter, some yep. fresh legs, mm-hmm. particularly if they're a midfielder. But I, I, I love it. It just adds that other element of of contest to the yeah. game. And look, I tell you what, the, the Warriors, as brave as they were last, they could have done with an extra 
set of fresh legs. I mean, I think it was the last twelve minutes of the it was. game. They just, I mean, they they couldn't they couldn't bring anyone they else. They lost on. Jazz Tavanga as well. Yeah. To, I think it's to a calf injury. Yeah. So they were. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Polaris Center Financial Year deals are on now. Get up to three thousand dollars free accessories on Polaris Rangers. Very quickly, Fitzy, how are you, mates? Well, I put my dessert on hold, waiting, but I could have eaten it. <laughs> you could, mate. What are you having? How are you, boys? What yeah, is for I'm dessert? Not dessert? I'm not a dessert man. All oh, right. My body's a temple. You know that, Woogie? <laughs> yeah, true. Now, Sats, yeah. what's this profit of doom? What's wrong with Jack winning the comp? With Raiders winning the comp this year? I think it'd be wonderful. It'd be great to see, wouldn't it? It'd be... It'd be uh... I can't see it happening. Yeah. Hey, come on, you you were into me saying I'm prophet of doom. You are you and Woogie are the prophets of doom. No, we're not. Hey, can I pick a bone with you, Fitzy, by the way? Why were you on no, Jimmy Woody. Smith the other day sending in a text going, Jimmy, what time's the two o'clock flock? <laughs> like seriously. And then poor old Jimmy reads it out. No. He got sucked into the vortex. I said flog. Oh well flog well, don't you use the that. people that get on that two yes. two o'clock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. It's painful. I can't believe Jimmy hey, read hey it boys. out. Yeah, yeah, what? Quickly. I know. He fell for it. Hey, um, well, I've got a neighbour who goes to nudist beaches, him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he tries to get us along. It sounds disgusting, but, yep, yeah, you've got to be unclothed, apparently. But they, yep, yeah, they're a real little cult that go to these places. And there's one near you, apparently. That's... So, have you ever been to a nudist beach, Fitzy? No, mate. I'm like Woody. I'm a grower, not a shower. What about what about rat? I never said would, I was. Would, would rat be the sort of person to go to oh, a to would. go to a nudist beach? Do you think he'd take that tripod down there for sure? <laughs> right, okay. Come on, cut, cut him off. We're gonna go. Cut him off. God. How does he know? I don't know. I've got no That's, idea. That, that disturbs me. Hey, we've got to go to a break, but quickly, game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. We are killing. We're killing the run home of John Fletch, aren't we? Yeah, we've gone absolutely. back to back. So Beat him by 92 points this week. That's One a it easy. And can I just, as you keep talking really yeah. quickly. Round nine scores. Sats and Rats' team, 561 points. Joel and Fletch, 469 points. Huge crack congratulations to Jason from Maroochydore and Cows Canyons, who both scored the highest points, 777 oh, so points. they're teams. Yes. They're teams, okay. Uh, and they'll get the cash prize. Well done to those people. Welcome to our new sign-ups too. Jason Maroochydore, he, yeah. he can go spend at the nudist beach. That's right. Um, a huge welcome also to Willow Raiders, Illawarra Steelers, Chalky and Pimpville, who have all joined the sports day. Wow. Mm. Oh, God. Sounds like crazy times. <laughs> uh, if you want to join our competition, the code is SEN Day New South Wales. It's not too late as you can win $1,000 every week with your own team by joining ours. And let's go back to back to back. To back? No. No, we lost the first week. Back to back against Joel and Fletcher's team. So who's got the bye this week? Melbourne's got the bye this week. So mm. we've got to, again, look at who we've got in our side. We've got to be able to switch our players around. And Brooksy tried to cheat by buying players. Yep. Their producer. Mm. Join our Sports Day New South Wales Game Day Squad official team using our unique code SCN Day New South Wales. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, that's ridiculous. If you've got one, shoot it through to us. 0457 736 736. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. 
This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be... Someone's got to be accountable for this. I'll tell you what's... That's ridiculous. What? Is Daddy Vass coming in, pointing to the screen, going, can you read that? Mm. Oh, no. What's going on with... It's the jacket. He's a different cat. Today. Yeah, I love him though. Cat. It is time for That's Ridiculous. Better Beer's new mid-strength lager midi. What's ridiculous is your mate Glenn's on the phone. Hey, Glenn. Hey, what's ridiculous? What's fantastic? What's ratings boosting? Come on, boys. So what's going Justin, on? How are you, buddy, boys? What? <laughs> mate, I, I'm going to tell you. I know you won't believe it, but I had about 100 messages today. Yeah. Uh, majority of them were congratulating me on putting you in your place last night. And they said I was well I didn't work last night, so I don't know who you're talking about, buddy. We, we weren't on last night, Glenn. Uh, yeah. send, me, send me a photo of them. Again, I call BS. Most of my messages are from girls. And they, <laughs> they said they don't, want, they don't want me to send my photos. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> most of them. Leaving that alone. Hey, can I give you a that's ridiculous? Please. It's a good that's ridiculous. How about this? The Los Angeles Dodgers, yep. obviously baseball, have re-signed outfielder Andrew Tolles. Now, he's been diagnosed with schizophrenia and hasn't played since 2018. To give him access to the team's health insurance and mental health services, he's not expected to play at all, but by signing him, he's allowed to get free treatment, counselling, therapy and medication. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. How good is it? Yeah, but it's ridiculously good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, mine was Christian Welsh, by the way. That penalty yeah. last night against him. Lucky at a captain's High challenge tackle. in the yep. back. He didn't nowhere near him. No. The only reason he touched the top of his hair was because he was wearing gel. And he had nafro <laughs> as well. You know what that's ridiculous? Two officials out there who can't even see what's going on. Come on, that's ridiculous. Get rid of those touch I'll judges. I'll give you another one. Do you want another one? Yeah, yeah. Give what me about one. Lionel Messi? Now, what's his real name? Uh, no, it's Lionel Messi. But it's you, Lionel. You say his name's Lionel. Well, you had already say, said that. Yeah. So I couldn't say it again. So they want to take him to the States. Yep. Yep. On uh, a holiday? MLS, was it? Yeah, MLS over there. And um, so they've worked out a plan for, for the competition there that every club – in the American League, will put in money to sign him. And then he decides what club he goes to. Come on, that's ridiculous. But on the back of that, whoever he decides to go and play for, when he's going to go and play at the opposition team that has put in money, yeah. that money is for marketing purposes. They're allowed to then say, Lionel is coming. Why can't he play for a different club each week? That'd be a good idea. The alternate player. Yeah. We should have that in rugby league. You should just sign a, like a Jack White and just floats around. Just a just a, an alternate player, so he can play for any club every, each week, depending on how many injuries they've got. We've got a text here from Ricky from Canberra. Hey boys, White will play thirteen. Ricky from Canberra. <laughs> Is that uh, a joke? Yeah, yeah, Steve from Dubbo. Uh, why'd you cut Glenn off for? He needs at least three minutes to hit his peak. What do you mean he play thirteen, Ricky from Canberra? What about Cam Murray? 
Matt but Rogers has sent a text through. This oh. is he said you need extra sunscreen. Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, if the that rest of his badly, body is anything like that, his skinny for that little badly arms, crooked nose of yours, that's what you need the extra sunscreen for. Yeah, not the guns. <laughs> mm. Uh, hey, guys, this is on the Anzac Day yesterday. Yes. Uh, NRL are awful towards the Warriors, and, are, and so are the refs. But the Warriors were representing New Zealand and had no Anzac top. I was pretty disappointed in that G-man in Brisbane. Didn't I didn't recognise that. No, I didn't notice that either. I think because there's so many jerseys throughout the year now. That yeah, but that's a of, pretty important one. It mate. is, but I think they all still sort of blend into to one another. Maybe someone else would know. I, I didn't even notice that. That's a, a really good text. By the way, uh, that's ridiculous. Kept me coming through for Better Beer's new mid-strength lager. Midi is available to buy now from Dan's and BWS. Uh, Rooster Mongrel, uh, really good text. One of my great-grandfathers and great-uncle were members of the Light Horse Brigade. Without doubt, the highlight for me, me yesterday, including the footy result, was the beautiful horse was led out onto the footy stadium with the boots in the stirrups, in the stirrups backwards, which is, represents our heroes that were killed yeah, personally, nice. boys. It meant so much to me. And yes, there were tears. Well done, Rooster Mongrel. Mate, I had tears every time. I didn't time. know that. I just learned something there about the, the boots in backwards. Mate, I, mm. I had a tear every ceremony I saw. It was great, wasn't it? Mate, just felt so bloody proud to be an Aussie all over the long weekend. Well, not long weekend, but over the, the five days of footy every time I saw a ceremony. And also being at one yesterday uh, on yep. the Goldie was nice. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales joins us. Uh, he's got the latest news. We'll find out what's going on with Fat Pizza and uh, a couple of tips for when he parks tonight. That's next on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time to get a Greyhound New South Wales update with Simon Orchard. The lad broke 7.15 May 6 at the Gardens in Newcastle. He's a cracker, this guy. What are you really gambling with? I mean, you talk to him bloody seven days a week, don't you, almost? You know, he tipped us this time last week. Tipped us a winner as well in a, in a, in a yeah. big shootout with another great dog. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't get our double up though. No, but all I, up. No, but I. I did she's I, a pearl win last week. She's a pearl one, didn't she? Simon Orchard, how are you, mate? Yeah, she sure did win. She reaffirmed herself as the star of our sport, and it was great to see because we don't like we get champions in greyhound racing, and I know in other sports they hang around you know ten, twelve years, but greyhound racing, the life of uh, a top racer on the scene, the racing scene, is only a couple of years. So whenever they get out there, we want to see them run. And she's she's a bit like Winks for the Greyhound fraternity at the moment, especially here in New South Wales anyway. Well, the 7.15, we're going to talk about that very soon. But while on She's a Pearl, the Bob Payne Sprint and the Ladies Bracelet Heats are also on Saturday night. She's a Pearl is going to be a headline also. Now, can you answer me a question, please? Correct me if I'm right, Simon Ooh. Orchard. Um, Correct me if I'm right. The Ladies Bracelet Heats, does, does the winning... Greyhound actually get a bracelet? Good question, yeah, Scott. Absolutely. Thank you. Great question. Yeah, well, that is that is a very good question without notice that I don't know the answer to. I, I, know I would think gravity would, there was a bracelet. The gravity would force the bracelet to come off the Greyhound. Yeah. So, well, so you're bringing physics oh, the, into it now. And is it a charm bracelet where you can add, like, winds to it, like <laughs> yeah. a charm, and it just dangles when it runs? Yeah, like a Pandora. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, look, it's it's proudly sponsored by Evans and Son. So I right. think Evans and Son last year gave out 
a ladies bracelet to the winners. Um, and this year, who knows? It could be she's a pearl. She'll probably start. I don't know if there's a futures market out at the moment, but I reckon she'd probably start 250 favourite fellas because the ladies bracelet, look, last year it was won by French Martini, a very, very good greyhound. Zipping Bailey won it a couple of years ago, went on to be a really good greyhound as well. Um, so, yeah, Bob Payne Sprint is for the boys and mm-hmm. ladies bracelet is for the girls. They're both group three events. So if you're wondering on... Saturday night, what what am I looking at here? The boys will go around in the Bob Payne and, of course, the girls in the ladies' bracelet. And I reckon the girls have probably got a nudge or a couple of nudges on the boys this year, fellas. We mentioned she's a pearl, she's a star. We've also got Windra All-Class, who won a Group 1 race earlier this year. She's going around in the girls' event. Um, I think the boys, maybe at this stage, probably just not quite up to standard. Mortified goes around in the girls as well. She's a really good greyhound, and she's gone 29-3 at Wentworth Park. That's absolutely flying. So, yeah, I reckon I'd give the nod to the girls this year if I had to pick one. I'm, I'm seeing this on our sheet in front of us, and I, do, I don't believe it, but is there a big race this Friday worth $500,000? <laughs> the heat of that race uh, right. this Friday, but you're right. The 715, not to be confused it's worth... with the 715, it's worth 500 grand. <laughs> 500? <laughs> How good is that? Oh, like, so I, good. Every time yeah. I talk to I talk to a greyhound trainer this afternoon, boys, and I said, hey, what, is, what does it mean to be racing for half a million dollars? And he said, mate, back in the 80s when I first started, I had to pay to put my greyhound in a race. $5, he said, the entry fee. And no. now he said he's racing for potentially 500 grand, half a million bucks. That'll go off on May 6th. That's the final next Saturday night for the heats. They are this Friday. We've got five of them. We've got dogs coming from Perth, Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales, you name it, and all the best trainers and all the best greyhounds. They will be on track at Newcastle. And I'm not going to put myself in here as the best trackside reporter, but I'll be there also to get some good feedback. That's outstanding, hey. action Coming from reaction. everywhere. That is it's to Newcastle as well. It's, that's outstanding. What a great I city to spend the weekend in yep. as well. Hey, um, how'd we go with Fat Pizza? So no, that's a where to win. Race two days ago, uh, coming out of box six. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, a crap bo- it's, it a cra- it's a crappy six. box. And well, they're giving it to a, a crap dog. And hey. it came fifth. <laughs> it's fifth. It's beaten oh, by Despicable Aura. Pizza. And at the moment, Fat Pizza has a Despicable Aura about it as well. Oh, that's a nice link. <laughs> mm. That's a nice link. Oh, it's yeah. a great link. Oh, look, the pizza, in his defence, boys, he stepped up the 520 metres. I just don't think that's his... It'd be like saying to Sats, we'll go out and run a marathon when we know he's a speed machine. Like, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. It wouldn't work out well mm. for anyone. So, Fat Pizza, Nick Kilner, the trainer. We're not telling you how to train your dog. Yep. 520, that doesn't work for our man. You've got to go back down and trip, I reckon. Yeah. So, what, what is his pet distance? <laughs> well, for a dog that's got no wins, I'm going to say <laughs> not too many pet we're not quite distances. sure. We're not quite sure is it's pet distance. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. Put, I'll put that down. some early box speed, so maybe 10, 15 metres. So maybe, if Fat Peter has won $10,500 in prize money. But never won, run a, won yeah. a race. So out of Fernando Bale and She Will Bloom. Oh. Fair to say Fernando Bale and She Will Bloom didn't win too many either. No. We should get Nick on, though. When are we getting Nick on? Yeah, let's get Nick Nicholas Kilner on, the trainer and owner. All right, we'll give that we can to... get Nick Kilner on, but just before we do, I just have to tell you, yep. that's, that Fernando Bale that you were mentioning, yeah. uh, just a cool $1.3 million what? in prize money as a racer. 
multiple Group 1 winner and back-to-back-to-back-to-back sire of the year is produced the best greyhounds in the country. Was Fat Pizza like the run to the litter? (laughs) (laughs) It's a cat. I don't know what happened to the pizza, but it just hasn't worked out. You know, this happens. They can't all be winners. You need need other dogs to to run in the place. As you mentioned, one over 10 grand. So let's not... Is it a chihuahua? (laughs) Is it actually a greyhound? <laughs> he is. I've seen him. I've seen him in the flesh, and I've talked oh, to, yeah. to Nick, uh, the trainer, and he loves. He loves going to the races, and I think, that I think Nick feeds it pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio, listen. That's enough on the fat pizza. Uh, yeah. We'll get Nick on the show. Uh, Daddy Vass will chase him down for us. And we'll get him on the show. I just want to quickly check with you. Any tips for Wenty Park tonight, yes. mate? Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's go. Race six, number two, sweet. City Gal, uh, record at Wenty, look, a little bit worrying, but I reckon the key is the draw. Wants the inside, loves the inside. All her peak performances have come from low draws, and she gets box two tonight. The last time she won at Wenty, she knocked off Tommy Cade, who's won a group three race since. So I think that form reads well. Race six, number two, Sweet City Gal. And then the last race on the card, race 10, number three, Fascinate Donald. Purists might not like this, but it's a 300-metre race uh, at Wentworth Park, which doesn't happen all that often on a Wednesday night. But these dogs are the fastest short-course dogs in New South Wales. There's a race called the Thunderbolt coming up. It's worth $75,000 in the next couple of months. And these dogs are the ones that could win it. So race 10, number three, Fascinate Donald, 225, shooting for three straight at Wenny Park. This thing can absolutely fly. I reckon 10-3, Fascinate Donald, the best bet at Winty Park. My father-in-law's name's Donald, and he's fascinating, so that's a sign. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's there an you omen. Go. An mm-hmm. omen bet. Right, yeah. Yeah, the lab broke 7-15, the world's richest staying race, May 6th, as we learnt, a half a million bucks at the Gardens, Newcastle. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Simon, it's been a pleasure, mates. Talk to you soon, fellas. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. It is time for the last blast. Oh, geez, the show's finished already. The Liberty A-League Women's Grand Final is here as Western United go up against Sydney FC. Go all in. Summer. Some of the listeners are into you. Oh, what have I? I no, well, wait. If you know nothing about greyhounds, if you're out of a bail dog, <laughs> yeah. get on, you'll win more than you, yeah. you lose. That's life from No, Mara. he's not having a go. He's giving me some advice. And actually, you made the comments, and, um, not me. And even Glenn, he's having a go. He's saying, no, he's Bernardo go Bale is one of the best greyhounds ever. Wait, what does he say at the beginning? Come on, Satch, you sound you like go. Justin. Mm. Listen, uh, Mariners beat the Jets 3-1 last week and will play Adelaide United in the final round of the A-League. Oh, is it over already? Uh, it'll be a good test as they prepare for finals football. Melbourne City will win the 22-23 A-League Championship. Well, mm. that's a big... They will win it. Yeah, well, they've they finished on 52 points. Adelaide United on, I think, about 8 or 10 points Well, hang less. on. So they've, it's, people are always claiming they're going to win already before even a grand final's been played. No, they'll... Like the minor premiership, the... Well, it doesn't say equivalent. that. They're saying yeah. they win the championship. Well, the championship, then you go and play on the final. That's right. That's a yeah. massive claim. Yeah, but it's it's like rugby league's minor premiership. Well, why doesn't it say that? So, okay. Don't yell at me. I'm just <laughs> trying United to educate you like the Bale Dogs. And Sydney FC go 
all in at the Liberty A-League Women's Grand Final this Sunday, the 30th of April. Some text messages coming through. Fitzy even says that uh, that's one of the greatest dogs ever. Mm. Well, someone also reckons fat pizza should just become a pet. Uh, did anyone see Nelson Asafa Salamana even try and play the ball properly last night? That's if they have a different angle, let us see them from Tony. Yeah, oh, I did see that. You see a lot of players now just roll the ball back and uh, don't use the uh, don't use their foot. Ash said Victor Radley tackle was a bloody head clash. Refs have their eyes painted on. Mm. Hey boys, uh, how about Rat get Kevin? But we're talking about Rat. And all these guests, apparently, that he's Guys, got. would you like... This is on our WhatsApp group, and this is me reenacting. Guys, would you like me to get Russell Crowe next week? Oh, what a wanker. <laughs> Not Russell. No. Rat. Hey, boys. How and, about, and by the way, yes, please get him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rat, can he get uh, Kevin Bacon on? Surely with seven degrees of separation, he knows Kevin Bacon, and he could explain how he knows Kevin Bacon. Mick. How does he there's know? There's a story behind that, and I don't know what it is. Was he in the same room as Kevin Bacon once? Was Ratten Footloose? <laughs> like in the background somewhere. I'm not quite sure. He's got arms like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, That's Ridiculous. And my That's Ridiculous is the Ashes, Ashes selection of the Marcus. Ha- the Athers. My Ashes selection of Marcus Harris is a That's Ridiculous. Oh, don't we need to get Come in. on, that's ridiculous. We need to get Ian Healy on the show to chat about oh. the Ashes squad. I'm flabbergasted that Bancroft missed out, Sporty Gav. Don't get Woogie started, Gav. I'm with you, Sporty Gav. Don't get him started. What is the point of having Sheffield Shield cricket throughout the end? Sporty Gav mentioned that in a separate text. Mm. When you dominate Sheffield Shield all year and then you don't get picked to go to the end, what's the point? Just scrap the Sheffield Shield then. Yeah. Anyway, time to get into this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sorry we didn't get all the text messages. Bondi Jack had a couple of really good ones. Ian the Builder from Tamworth had a couple of really good ones as well. But um, keep them coming in. Greg from Gundy. Um, And I just want... My joke tonight is not really a joke. I just want to tell you, I've been telling people about the positive effects of grapes in your life and how you should have them in your life. I'm just raising awareness. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll give you that. That's terrible, though. I'll wait for Steve's from Dubbo's response. Hey, listen, grab the uh, podcast, the show, uh, from wherever you get your podcast from. Sports Day, New South Wales. Good show tomorrow night coming up as well. It's only a one-hour show, but... How great is it? Do you know? Jared Croker coming on. Toots oh. will join us from the Raiders tomorrow night. Touchy. Bye. Good day.